You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. It's time for the Dragon Con Report, a podcast dedicated to help newcomers and veterans prepare for the upcoming annual convention in downtown Atlanta. With interviews, advice, and news from the pros and fans alike, be careful, you never know, you might actually learn something. Howdy, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the 2022 Dragon Con Report. We are back for our 11th season of covering the con we love so much. I'm your host, Mike Gordon, and I'm pleased to introduce you to the rest of our station crew, starting, of course, with director Mike Faber. Hey, everyone. Happy 22. It's good. difficult. I'm still not I'm used to it. No, I had to write it tw- down the other day. 2022 and I was like, is a mouthful. <laughs> and, you know, it's kind of interesting that we are here and, you know, it always felt like when we'd be in 2022, I'd have flying cars or we'd be living on the moon or something. But now, now we're living in the 1950s. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we thought the future was now. And and I guess that's a great segue to bring in Darren, who's also uh, who knows something about like you know the future, future superheroes and whatnot. Yeah, see, I'm I'm reaching there. But. Well, yeah, that was that was the reach of a segue. But I'm, I'm surprised you didn't mention that we are all practically wearing hazmat suits, walking around outside. So, yeah, well, you know, there's that, that. there's that future. That's the one we drew, unfortunately, and that's that's not good. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? I don't know how anyone's going to see all the cosplays over the hazmat suits and the plastic bubbles, but I'm figuring we'll, we'll figure it out. You know, it'd be very cool. We could either go as the Flaming Lips or we can go as Walter White. It's pretty awesome. Bird, yeah. Bird. Hey, John Travolta. That's uh, true. That's no. very true. No. <laughs> the boy no. in the plastic bubble. I, I know, but never John Travolta. Never John Travolta. <laughs> and, and as but you just heard. before we knew about uh, John Travolta. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and as you just heard, Jen is back with us as well this season. Hello. Howdy. So, um, as everybody, like, yes, yeah, it's 2022. We're a few weeks in. Is it going okay for you guys? I mean, it's cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here in Texas, we're getting our first wintry mix tonight and tomorrow, and they've already announced that every school is canceled. Yeah. Oh, you're <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I, oh, I hope Texas. that the power stays on this time. Look, they, yes. our, our, our roads are not yeah, built for, for ice and yeah. snow. We don't have the equipment for ice mm-hmm. and snow. Ours, ours isn't either. We, that's why everyone laughs. Hey, Atlanta, you're shutting down again. I'm like, yes. Stay yes, we are. But inside, we are we are shutting down. Nothing will be open. Go yeah, and nope. I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure they have not done anything to fix the grid from last year. So yeah. we could be looking at people being without power for weeks again. Goodness, <laughs> good. You got some, you got some <laughs> firewood. You got some firewood out there. You can barbecue something. Uh, I mean, we have a we have an egg on the patio, so yeah, we can okay. we can barbecue. <laughs> we did do that last year, actually. Yeah. That's smart. That's the way to do it. <laughs> the source of heat. And then my is. husband was like, I've got this powerful flame heater. It's a vortex or something. And he lit it and then quickly melted a hole through our back porch. <laughs> and we thought it was just going to melt the five feet of snow that was like pulling the awning down. It, no, it like, you know, melted the snow, but it also burned a hole right through the yeah. awning. So. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Sounds about right. Hey, y'all, watch this. Well, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. For those people who are experiencing more brutal winters uh, up north, uh, our hearts go out for you. Not really. I moved down here for a reason, and that was one of them. Um, this, is, I think, is the first year in three years that we know, <laughs> pretty sure, that DragonCon is going to happen. Right, like they're saying, like right off the bat, like it's going to happen. Whereas yeah. the last two years, it was kind of like, is it going to happen? We're not sure. So, but last year, I don't think we really knew if it was going to happen until end of July, spring, or yeah, summer, somewhere in there. Well, I mean, we knew in March that if you had hotel reservations, you were going to the hotel. So, yeah, right, right, yeah, they made it pretty clear that there was that it was going to happen unless mm-hmm. it didn't happen. Um, pretty much. Yep. <laughs> but it did. 
Um, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about that as well as, uh, you know, getting ready for 2022. Um, but let me get let me get through some business first. Uh, we are a proud member of the ESO Network still and always. Uh, we have a tea public store filled with all kinds of cool stuff, including a very cool design for the Dragon Con Report podcast. Oh yeah, you wear it on shirts and on uh, on all sorts of stuff, mugs and all sorts of stuff. Right, face Mike? masks, face masks. You can get face masks with the Dragon Con Report logo on it, uh, exactly. and it's a cool looking logo too. You did that, right, Mike? Of course. Ah, yes. Between myself and Mary, I think we had we did ninety percent of the stuff up on the <laughs> public store, <laughs> and so. it is good stuff. Oh yeah, and we got new stuff coming. I think we'll probably try maybe to come up with some new maybe Dragon Con ideas this year. I'll play around with some you know ideas for new T-shirts and stuff. You know, I survived Dragon Con, or we'll do an apple pie T-shirt or something like that, you know, and have Darren on it going, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> well, that, that, that would be the, cool. Yeah, The yeah. mad mixer, yeah. Exactly. I go to Absolutely. Dragon Con, and I don't remember things. Things, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only way I go when I go to Dragon Con that I remember is looking at the photos on uh, Instagram. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's that scene from Big Bang Theory when Sheldon had too much to drink at that uh, award ceremony, and he goes on to YouTube the next morning. Everyone's like, no, no, there's more. There's more in the in the clip here, what you did. What, <laughs> like, what happens I remember at none of this. What happens at Dragon Con stays at Dragon Con because I really don't remember it. Um, uh, well, until, not really, not it, until it gets uploaded <laughs> to social media and then uh, it's everywhere. So. But, you know, with TikTok now and Instagram oh Reels and you never go know. streaming live to Facebook. The, ca- the, the camera and tapes are rolling, people. They're just I was going to say, at Dragon Con, everybody's got a camera pointed somewhere. So, yep. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get caught, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in any case, regarding the uh, Tee Public Store, there's a link for that in this episode's show notes and at the top of the ESO Network page. So um, we also have a ESO Network that is ha- also has a Patreon page. And, of course, thank you, uh, current patrons, for all your support. If you're not a patron, man, there's so much good stuff there. I have a lot of shows on the ESO Network are putting up really, really good original material, exclusive only to the patrons. Uh, Mike, what have we got recently for that? Oh, of course. We have, let's see, what do we have up there? Um, we have, of course, the wonderful Rants and Raves podcast hosted by you and I. And we are, we, in the first three episodes, we reviewed and talked about the Beatles Get Back documentary. The second episode, we talked about Only Murders in the Building. And then in the third episode, we talked about Doom Patrol Season 3. So it was a ton of fun. So it's all been very, very ravey. So I think number four is going to be very ranty coming up. So And I have some ideas for that already. So it should be very interesting to see. Uh, we also have, you know, a new Earth Station DCU podcast that's exclusive for Patreon. Uh, we also have specials from folks like the Watchathon from Rassilon. They have reviewed uh, the new season of Doctor Who, and they are do- talking all about it. Uh, we also have the Flopcast every once in a while puts up a new episode. And, of course, we have the monthly returning, finally, for the first time in 2022. ESO Board Silly is coming back. That's right, That's folks. Right. So we can see if we are still bored and silly. And, you know, it's fun stuff. And, you know, we also have some swag. We even have, of course, the I Survived the Geek Seat podcast uh, magnet right here. <laughs> And that's available to patrons. And we also have ESO window stickers that's exclusive for Patreon folks. And so we try to make it worthwhile. We even have it at a certain level. If you, you know, donate enough, you could actually co-host a ESO podcast. And, you know, it's pretty awesome for folks who do that. And, you know, you could host co-host for a couple episodes or you could co-host on a Dragon Con podcast. You never know what could happen with that. You never know where you could appear. You could exactly. appear with us. 
So, so, but no, we really do appreciate, uh, like I said, all, all the patrons, everybody who supported us. And you can also support our show by just leaving a review on whatever platform you're listening to us, uh, be it Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, uh, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, Audible.com. All those places, all those places where you listen to us, uh, they accept reviews as well. And we really appreciate it. It doesn't cost you anything to just leave us a couple stars. Um, you know, it, it, the way the algorithms work, it really helps a lot of other people find us. So, uh, in addition to all those sources, you can always access past episodes at dragonconreport.com. And if you would like to leave direct feedback or comment on the show, please feel free to do so at feedback at dragonconreport.com or reach out to us via Facebook, Twitter. We're also on Instagram. Haven't got the, the TikTok yet going. So, um, I, I, I don't think we will. <laughs> do you really want to see will. us TikToking? I don't know. I, I think, no. I think that's like, I think that's like DragonCon. I think DragonCon officially opened up a TikTok account, but I think they were kind of like, mm, we don't really know what to do with this. Um, so, all right, let's get started with some news and notes for Dragon Con, uh, 2022. But the first thing I want to start with is a note. Um, as I mentioned at the top of the show, we love Dragon Con, but we are not and never have been officially connected with Dragon Con. Oh God, last year, a couple times we've had people, you know, confront us and say, you're just shills for the con. And, you know, you you never (laughs) say, you never say anything bad about Dragon Con. Um, excuse me. (laughs) Yeah, I had things to say about that. Have you listened to the podcast? (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, we are an official, unofficial podcast. We are an unofficial podcast. A couple of the hosts, such as myself, uh, have been fortunate to, to be guests at the con. We enjoy having various staff members, track directors, other participants on our show. But we are independent of the con itself, and we enjoy our unofficial status, as Darren <laughs> will point out uh, many times. Yep. Um, it is important to us that we have the ability to freak speedily, freak uh, speak freely if we can speak at all uh, about the con it's not even the guest list <laughs> i know right and uh there are people already drinking um and though many of our thoughts are positive like i love dragon con i've been going there for over 25 years i would not devote my time and energies uh to do a podcast for 11 years on on any other convention so the, um, the convention costs a significant amount of money Mm-hmm. Why? Why would you go keep going to something like that if you didn't enjoy it? Exactly, mm-hmm. and 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 I like promoting it. I, I like talking about it. I like having you guys on uh, to talk about it. Having other people on to talk about it, good and bad. We I mean, a lot happened. of it's great. Yep, sorry, uh, no, that's okay. Uh, a lot of it's great, but you know, sometimes uh, it's not so great. Um, but uh, I'm sorry, you going to say, Jen? I just think that some people sometimes they they. Perhaps, or, you know, if something, they had a bad experience or something really upset them at con, the the heat of the moment, they don't always think about what is under the con's control and what isn't. And I think mm-hmm. all of us, we've been going so long and seeing all the changes that happen and the way that things have to be adapted, that we usually can tell what they have no control over, you know, mm-hmm. like hotels. Yeah. <laughs> parties are, are unofficial parties or, you know, things like that. Other events that are held out of the con footprint. Uh, Wackadoos, tossing yeah, chairs over railing. Yeah, uh, well, what, what's allowed to happen in the food court, you know, such as people showing up in costumes that they should know better uh, <laughs> to wear, <laughs> like towers. Uh, <laughs> it's, but that's part of giving a balanced review is you know yep. knowing what 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 is under the cons purview what we think they can mm-hmm. improve on uh and and what we just have to chalk up to well there's nothing they can do about that yeah I mean, we'll st- we can still complain about it, but yeah, we, we, <laughs> oh, we we're good. We're good at that. We're fantastic yeah. at complaining we're, about it. We're well, great about I think that. I think we we also are pretty balanced. Like I said, we and and like Jen was pointing out too, we don't just rag on something to rag on something. And no. and 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 I think if we're criticizing something, we're looking into it. We're trying to figure out why it happens, and and you know, um, and what might 
be possible to, for it to not to happen again. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to help. We want to make the con the best that it can be. Um, and so that's where, at least that's where I'm coming from whenever I, I do critical stuff. Cause yes, you know, crap happens. But, um, like I said, I, I, I just wanted to make it clear cause you know, we do, we have had it, as Mike said, pointed out to us that, uh, you know, where you, we are getting paid by the con and I, wish. I know, right? I only wish. <laughs> oh Jesus. I wish we can get paid by the no, con. See, the, no, see the second we get paid by the con, we have to do what the con says. Yes. And yeah. that's that's not going to happen here because yeah. we we see things from an attendee's point of view that some of the folks at Dragon Con don't see because they're they're knee deep and eye deep in operations and other concerns while the con is going on but we're on the floor looking at things as the con is occurring as an attendee. And I think that gives us an interesting perspective outside of the fact we're not volunteers for the con, we're not paid by the con to do this podcast god knows if, if that's the case then i'm owed a large back <laughs> check um but i th- i think it's important like like jen said that we are we are fair we're balanced we're going to critique things but we're also going to point out hey this thing happened but the con had no absolutely no control over that but this thing happened and the con does have control over that and that's mm. that's where i think our critiques are most um you know constructive when also, even the mics and mics being guests, like they're not getting paid to be guests. No, no, not at all. And we okay. have to apply to be guests every year. It's not like we automatically get it. Yeah, and know. that's the same with all the guests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, right. Dragon Con, you know, purposely puts into the membership agreement, you being a member last or being a guest last year does not guarantee that you're going to be a guest this next year. And so, you know, we've been very lucky and I'm knocking on wood and yeah. hopefully <laughs> 2022 will look positive on us. Yeah. And, but in all truth, you know, we don't get anything from the con. We don't get special treatment. We don't get to talk to guests, you know, who are going like celebrities and such who are going to be there just because we do the podcast. We have to apply just like any other media outlet to talk to them. And there's been years We've not gotten any celebrity guests, you know, to talk to on the show. Yeah. Well, and sometimes that has nothing to do with the con either. It depends nah. on the celebrity. Like oh, exactly. Other, other conventions I've been at uh, when I've covered as media, you know, the, the, maybe the celebrity didn't want to do anything that wasn't mainstream media, like, uh, a, mm-hmm. you know, a local news affiliate like ABC or something. And in those cases, like if somebody I really want to talk to, well, I'm going to be just like everybody else and go either stop by to have a chat off camera or I'm going to go, you know, pay for the autograph and pay for the photo. And, mm-hmm. Or even when I have gotten to interview somebody, if I really want a photo, I'm, I'll still pay for the photo. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I see. They're, they're there to work. Exactly. Yeah, yep. We're there to help support them also. And like we've mentioned a couple of times, we spend a lot of money going to this, this con. Yeah. And you know, I, as I much, fly over two States. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> and she still gets there earlier before the rest of us. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it is. It is amazing. And you know, Darren, myself, and Mike are all Atlanta natives. You know that we live here, but we live here. I'm not a native. No, but you know what I mean. That and so it basically is that we get to go to the con. You know, if we wanted to, we would we could stay home, but I don't want to drive forty minutes each way. Yeah. You know, no, to get I've been there, to, done to that. The yeah, thanks. Yeah, I, I've I've done that, and it's it's hard to do it. I've had, I've not had the money to stay downtown before in some years, and that's just the way it is. And that's that's hard to do because Dragon Con's such a fun party atmosphere con typically. So, but we we just are trying to help new people coming to con, learn things about the con, educate people about the con. And then when we do our con wrap-up, it's like, well, how was this year's con? And mm-hmm. every con that we've gone to, our reviews have been different. Because not every Dragon Con is the same. It's like years. You know, like, <laughs> look at 2020. That review was great, wasn't it? <laughs> so, so, you know, it's, it it's was just what it, what it is. You know? We're exactly. going to make the best of it. As we can, like like Dragon Con did when they pivoted. We gave them great praise for that because that was amazing that they were able to put on a show online. And it was free. 
and it was so, free so to quickly everybody. too and so that, quickly and and they deserve all the credit for that meanwhile back when registration took five hours Ugh. they deserved all the criticism for that yeah and that that's how we look at it and that's not something that dragon con's ever going to say publicly <laughs> but we can, yes, we can. <laughs> and something they, they still need to fix with their panel lines like nobody yeah. should be standing in line for hours in direct sunlight well that especially and, in atlanta jesus yeah. and and no one should have to be yelled at like really yelled at by oh, yeah. by volunteers and the volunteers should know which line they're in charge of and there should be one line as opposed to three lines yeah, yeah that they should yeah, all have a, the correct information yeah that the communication is is an issue sometimes and we we've said that's that's a critique yep see you know? can be critical and so, sometimes yeah. some, uh, there's a few volunteers, very small number, but a yeah. few who uh, get get a little bit of a power trip yeah. oh, and, 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 and enjoy uh, arguing, you know, arguing at people, yelling at people, or you know, telling somebody who has a panic disorder that if she leaves her room, step out to catch her breath and get over her panic attack, that she's going to have to go get back in the four-hour-long line to get in the room, even if she's left her person there. Which is horrible. Which is against policy. Well, oh, exactly. You know. Because, <laughs> so, you know, with that little, with the disabled sticker mm-hmm. on my badge, <laughs> I am allowed to uh, step away from the craziness. Oh, well, we ran into that last year with Judy even, um, you know, because we even had the gentleman from Disability Services on and he, you know, came on, oh, that won't happen again and everything. And once again, this last year, we went to go get into the Disability Services section of a pan- one of the larger panels. I think it was a Doctor Who guest that was there. And, you know, we were told... Oh, I'm sorry. We're full. You you can't stand here. You got to go out in line. And well, it's like no. We were talking, and I even gave dropped the guy's name, who we had talked to on the show. And he says, "Oh, well, he's not here. I'm here, and I'm telling you to go get in line." Yeah. So so that could certainly be worked on, Dragon yeah. Con, if you want to hear a criticism. Yes, we can. We can. We can you critique know? the con as we've just. Yeah, as as we just did. And that but, was, so that yeah, was we freebie. are. We are. <laughs> so we are. We are definitely, um, you know, willing to praise Dragon Con. Um, oh God, yes. more than more than willing. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. But also, we want to hold them accountable. So, mm-hmm. um, so like, yeah, look for that throughout the year as well. And for those people out there, I mean, I know I said if you want to leave us feedback, but please, if there's something that you want to let us know about or if you think other people should know about good or bad regarding dragon con, or if there are questions that you have that you don't know who to ask, or you might feel like you just are not getting any answers. Let us know. Let's see what we can find out about, um, about the questions. Cause we know we do know a lot of people, like I said, we're not official, but we do know a lot of people who are officially uh, working with Dragon Con, yeah, and, we, and certainly, we basically, you know, to quote Game of Thrones, we drink a lot and we know stuff. It's true, <laughs> especially that first so, part. And <laughs> we 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 know some stuff. Uh, <laughs> I think um, that's fair. And you know, like, look, I mean, now that you know Dragon Con in the last couple years, you know, the one thing that's come out of the pandemic is the uh the the town hall meetings that they're doing virtually mm-hmm. with, with Tony in in charge and let me tell you those are entertaining and those are great. So that's a great source of official information that Dragon Con's putting out, which is I think the first time they've ever done that. Um so it's, they're it's starting to great way to keep up with uh last minute changes mm-hmm. or up to date changes instead Absolutely. of because the website does not always update super fast. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So we are an additional resource and an unofficial one. So um, whereas uh, there, there are people might feel that that's a disadvantage. We feel it's an advantage. So um, so we hope you'll join us for the rest of this year as we unofficially talk about Dragon Con. (laughs) But see, Um, the, the town halls are further proof that we're not associated officially with Dragon Con because they always landed those town halls like two days after we recorded. <laughs> Don't you think we would have like 
some info to give y'all based upon the town hall. Absolutely. Absolutely. I ha- I have no doubt that there will be a town hall meeting the first of the year, like after two days after we were done recording. A- a- exactly. And then we'll be scrambling like, do we, need a, do we do an emergency Dragon Con uh, report? Do we do need we, an addendum? Did we? Yeah, exactly. Do we need an errata? What are oh. the gamers going to think? Oh, my God. No. It's the, it's the same, but truthfully, with us, with the same thing when we do Earth Station Who, because we fully expect after every episode that we record that they're going to announce who the new Doctor is, and you know, so it's literally the same thing. Oh, so, come on, Mike, the new Doctor is going to be Theresa May. We all know it. Shush. <laughs> Spoilers, come on. All right, so that's out of the way. I just wanted to make sure that we our stance was on that because I think we've made that clear before, but uh, just as a reminder, and it's a great way to start this year as well, just to let everybody know. And if this is your first episode, howdy, welcome. And uh, if this is your first time going to go to Dragon Con, we're really excited for you. You're, and, you're in, uh, you're in for a treat. We will yes. have folks from the newbies probably on starting next month. So Awesome. Um, so, you know, as we talked about in our wrap-up show a little bit last year, because our last show that we did was around October, uh, some, some, some information has come out uh, since then. Some things have happened um, since then. Um, I think we made the announcement then, but obviously it bears repeating. DragonCon 2021 was uh, a quote-unquote success. Uh, they had over 42,000 attendees, which they capped the number of attendees. So that's all they were shooting for. Uh, that's about half of the number they've had in the last, like, I don't know, four or five years, I think. Um, their, uh, the most recent town hall meeting was held on November 18th, uh, in which they revealed that the, um, the new, they revealed the new charity for Dragon Con 2022. Now the Dragon Con charity for 2021 was big brothers and big sisters, Metro Atlanta. That was a huge success uh, because they rallied um, to raise over $140,000 for Mm -hmm. the mentoring programs for kids in Metro Atlanta, which I think is just outstanding. I mean, that's an outstanding number considering that the only about half the attendees went this year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, with everything being what there was, people were still willing to support um, a charity like Big Brothers and Big Sisters. I thought that was a phenomenal number and one that, uh, you know, I don't know if Dragon Con gets enough praise for the charity work that they do. Um, so, so that was a great number. This year, they, they selected their charity and it is, is, it is open hand. Which, mm-hmm. if you're not familiar with Open Hand as an organization, it uh, seeks to eliminate disability and untimely death due to nutrition-sensitive chronic disease. Now, in its 33rd year of service, Open Hand is one of the largest community-based providers of home-delivered meals and nutrition services in the United States. So, um, so that is their and target. I, hey, Mike, I can actually speak about this because I used to work with. Um, open hand back in the nineties because it, it started off as an HIV AIDS charity. And that's awesome. Yeah. We packaged meals for people who obviously could not afford food, could not get out to, to get food or were just physically unable to make food. And uh, luckily with the, with the new drugs in the nineties, their focus shifted because a lot of people were getting better Mm -hmm. and not dying of HIV and AIDS. So they focused more on just general, individuals um, like the elderly or people with um, chronic diseases who really had a hard time just functioning and getting that kind of daily nutrition in their lives. Um, They do excellent work. I can't say enough good things about that charity. That's great to hear. Um, I would imagine they, uh, their services were very much needed and required and on demand during the pandemic years. Oh, I would think so. Yeah. So with people, a lot of people not being able to go out and get what they need. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so it is a great, uh, once again, a great selection and, uh, we will help and promote any, um, sort of service or promotion that, uh, Dragon Con is going to do regarding this. So, uh, stay tuned for more information about that. Um, just for everybody, uh, is, uh, because we haven't said it yet, as we did mention the Dragon Con is scheduled to happen, uh, this year. It is September 1st through the 5th. Uh, it's Labor Day weekend. Um, and it's in Atlanta, Georgia, for those people who don't know. Um, there's a, as we're recording this, there's a little over 220 days left until Dragon Con. Ah! 
<laughs> and then the cosplayers run, are, all, run, are already run. screaming. Yeah, yeah. It's not a year. I think we, uh, we had to make that clear. I, uh, yeah, I did that it's last year. It's not a year night. until Dragon Con. The it's year only... just started. It's got to be 365 days till Dragon Con, right? <laughs> no, that that's not how this right? works. That's <laughs> no, not how this works. <laughs> Uh, so, um, so yeah, uh, there's just over, uh, you know, 220 days to prepare. And so, like I said, we want to do everything we can to help that happen. Um, one of the other things that, uh, was announced, uh, at the last town meeting and that DragonCon did, uh, over the holidays, which I thought was really cool, was they held a, a holiday virtual marketplace in December, um, for, um, just all their vendors that participated in the virtual marketplace during Dragon Con, uh, both this year and last year, you had the option to open up your store. And this was for artists and vendors. Uh, 216 artists and vendors participated in this. Wow. Um, and what a great thing it was. Um, you know, I had my store open um, for, for, I think it was about a week um in december so that uh anybody who wanted to shop local or shop independent artists or vendors or whatever was able to do so for the holidays and i thought that was really really a nice gesture on dragon con's part to to have that happen um and have it all linked up in one place so that uh people could check out those those vendors and stores um all right so like i said um uh we're pointing towards 2022 uh, yeah, I wasn't and, the only one who messed up the date there. So yeah, yeah, no, no, it's it's hard for me to say. Like I said, it's hard for me to say. It's hard for me to write. Still, it just doesn't flow off the tongue very well. It's that you know you're missing that twenty. You're you know when you when you count, it's like twenty, twenty one, twenty two. So you're you're missing a number in between, and it just feels awkward. Um, but yeah, that's my excuse. I'll I'll I'll, I'll keep with that. Um, but as we want everybody to participate as much as possible, get involved and take part. Um, the easiest thing that you can do is get a membership. Uh, 2022 memberships are on available now. They increased pr- in price uh, on the 17th of December. A five-day pass is now $120. Uh, you can get that at the Dragon Con store online. Um, what a bargain that is, though. 120 bucks for five days of Dragon Con. Um, people might not understand how much of a bargain that is, but that is a great price. So says well, all I mean, my crew. I, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it is. Look, it's so 24. say we all. It's also, it's, you know, people sometimes say it's a high price, you know, compared to other conventions. Uh, but other conventions are not 24 hours a day. Nor or in, five days long. Exactly. Or in five hotels. Mm-hmm. So. And what were we Consu- talking about earlier, Jen, about how a concert ticket was costing 200 something now? Uh, yeah, for, for 250 bucks for nosebleeds. Yeah. So really? I mean, this, this is pretty good entertainment for the cost. Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, they haven't, I haven't seen anything on when the next increase will be. Usually it's around February or March. So keep that in mind. It'll probably go up another, what, $25, $30 mm-hmm. or so. Um, I would think yeah, so, yeah. It, it was like 85 So it went up to uh, quite a bit, actually, 120 So, um, So, yeah, if you're, if you're thinking about going, you know, and you're pretty leaning towards it, then get your memberships now. Um, because- Do we know if they're capping memberships this year? Have we heard? Well, that's the other they thing. We don't they know. Haven't said, they, okay. haven't said. They, uh, they haven't said anything. See, we about... don't know that. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 and, and they don't know that yet because we yeah. don't, I mean, we're still in a pandemic, folks. I, and uh, I don't, wait, they didn't announce the cap last year until June, June May? Yeah. Something like that. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, boy, well, was there an outcry about it, too. Well, they not only did they not announce the cap until right before the show, but they also, like, keep in mind that when you get your membership, it is non refundable and non transferable. So, yep. so if the con makes, you know, if Dragon Con says you have to be vaccinated, you have to show proof of vaccination, uh, then, yeah. and, and you don't want to do that, mm-hmm. you're still going to eat that cost. Sorry. Yep. Um, but that was a just... nightmare last year with them pulling people out of line who weren't wearing masks and didn't have proof and yeah, them yes. claiming, oh, but we don't have to be vaccinated because we're from so-and-so. I'm like, no, it's the con's rules. Yes. If, you're, if you're coming to the con, you have to be vaccinated or have a negative t- I would say two negative tests within... 
24 uh, hours, 48 uh, hours, like, something like that. Uh, you had to show one. 40, I think it was negative within 72 hours. Right, yeah, yeah so, okay. There you go. Yeah, 72. Yeah. So you had, to, like you had to, either proof of vaccination or a negative test within 72 hours. But that may change this year. We don't know what they're going to say. So. Right. Yeah. But I would, to be safe, I would, <laughs> I would say. Plan on it. If you're going to buy a ticket. On, I would <laughs> yep. plan on having to be vaccinated in order to go to the show this year. It's just a little prick. It's not a big deal. <laughs> um, so, uh, but keep that in mind. It, uh, memberships are non-refundable and non-transferable, uh, much like the hotels. If you were lucky to get a hotel now, now, you know, usually on these shows, we like to give ho- hotel information, but the fact is there ain't none. <laughs> they're just like, they're all booked up. I think uh, at the end of the con, only the Weston and the Marriott had rooms available, and those went up uh, within October. Yeah, October. October, October 15th, yeah. I think, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so, but they were quickly, within like, you know, a couple hours, gone, all their allotments. Now, that's not to say that rooms will not become available before the con. They might, but that's so sporadic. There's, there, and there's also, there's, you know, in the, in the different, uh, uh, Hotel groups on Facebook, there there are already people looking to transfer their rooms. Yes, yes, and, and some of them are in host hotels. Yes, so it is possible for you to get still a hotel room, a host hotel room. They're not cheap either, um, nope. uh, but uh, and usually they're they may be transferable within certain guidelines, uh, but they're usually non refundable. So. Um, uh, I do know that, uh, that dark shadow, that dark cloud of the Western, uh, balance is looming over me for three months until, uh, March, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, uh, and so I have to uh, pay the whole amount, yeah. uh, non-refundable. I have to pay the whole amount in March, uh, for that room. Uh, yeah, that, but, that's uh, the one good thing about the Sheridan. It's a lot to pay when you book it, especially two days after con. <laughs> it's, it's taken care of but it's done and you don't yeah. have to worry about it right? the only thing i have to worry about is you know uh rapidly checking the app once a month and just making sure they haven't had a glitch there's that and make sure if you've changed your cards or banks yeah. or whatever call the hotel make sure they have your updated information because Absolutely. when they charge your card and it does not work they will just cancel your butt they will not tell you yeah they won't yep. warn you they will not. Yeah, they will not. Although I will say for the Westin, I did get a warning, um, which was nice. Uh, but I can't expect that from all the hotels. No, I can't don't. expect that even again from the Westin. So even if you, had- you were going to be canceled on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wow. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, even if you haven't changed your bank information, it's a good idea to call them and make sure they've got everything they need. Anyway. Yeah. I, I would definitely suggest, and I do this periodically once every few weeks as uh, whenever I remember, I just pull up the app and just make yep. sure my reservation's still there mm-hmm. just, to, just to make me feel better because I, this, you folks, know. There's, I mean, at least once a month, someone else posts on one of the message boards. Hey, the Marriott randomly canceled my room. Yep. It has disappeared yep. from the app. I called and they told me I am out of luck. Yeah. Even though I have my reservation number. Although I'm I'm always looking for that update because I'm like, they already took your money. Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. They'll take like, your money. They don't have a problem with that. And they won't they don't have to give you a room for it. No. But it's like, you know, the cancellation was their error, not and oh, it's all it's all the customer's fault. And that's yeah. I think that's the one bad thing about Dragon Con is the hotels have just too much power. They know we're coming. So they can and we're they feel like we are desperate yeah, for it. They feel like they can treat us however they want to, and they should treat us as guests. It's a hotel, but they yeah. typically don't. Yeah. Which is sad. I will say I've never gotten bad service at the from any hotels at the con. Now I know that that's not true for everybody but i will say that that is, that is not <laughs> that, that I, I, but you know but they're just their corporate policies about how they do business mm-hmm. is just like remember yeah, the year horrible. the hyatt canceled like 100 people oh yeah and th- didn't the uh, i think the Hilton well the western did, did the same years. thing a couple years ago yeah i mean i got that email too it is like you don't have a room i was like what like and then it's like oh sorry we made a mistake to everybody um, and that was horrible. So well, the highest anyway. wasn't a mistake. They tried to give us a room buff in Buckhead and we're like, excuse yeah. you. That's like 15 miles yeah. away, which means it's an hour 
and a half in Labor Day Atlanta traffic. Oh you know? yeah, oh. it's worse than what Jen had last year. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. Hot. yeah. That's I complained about a, a mile, one point three miles. <laughs> but, but how long did that Uber take? Oh my god, fifteen minutes each way. Sometimes half an hour <laughs> because we got stuck in a a parade over yep. by our hotel. <laughs> Life's a parade, Jen. Come on. <laughs> yeah. You never know when a parade's going to break out. Exactly. Um, uh, and who knows what the status is on the parade yet? Uh, we that don't hasn't know. Been, that hasn't we, been we, announced We know it's f- pretty much full already. Yes. <laughs> that's probably, that's probably they, they already did open up the uh, applications for that like, a few months ago. Yeah, they, yeah they did also open up. I saw a couple of the photo shoots have opened up. Um, mm-hmm. So definitely keep an eye out for that if you're a cosplayer or if you're planning on cosplaying and you want to be involved with any of the groups that do you know the photo shoots over at the hot, at the Hilton, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are yeah. in addition to your membership or or instead of whatever. There's a lot of ways that you can participate in the con, and uh, a lot of those are available now, and including if you want to. Well, first and foremost, if you want to volunteer, that's open. You can uh, they're accepting volunteer applications like all the time. So. Uh, it's, you know, it's just go to the website. We'll have a link in our show notes for that. Um, because they're always accepting volunteers, all the track rooms need folks need folks to participate. If you've got an idea for a panel that you'd like to be on or that you'd like to see, feel free to contact, uh, any of the, uh, panels on the panel uh, directors on social media. Cause as far as I know, they're all open to that sort of thing and they want, they want to encourage participation from everybody. Yeah. Most uh, of the tracks so, have Facebook pages and you can make, reach out and make contacts there. So absolutely. Absolutely. And find out if they need help for anything specific. Um, so that's one way you can uh, participate. Also uh, the applications went up for guests and attending pros. Those went up on the 11th of January. They are going to stay up until the 15th of June, so you can apply. But I would I would strongly suggest um, applying as soon as possible because um, they DragonCon tends to have a limit on the number of guests that they will allow. I know that they cut that in half, just like the attendees for last year's show. So I would expect that this year is probably going to be um, uh, low in terms of the amount of guests and attending pros they're going to accept. So get your application in now. Um, Mike, I, I do know I've heard that there's some issues with that process. Yeah. Um DragonCon was trying to help everybody out this year. Um, the form they had people filling out for a guest or attending professional probably is at least seven, eight years old, and if not older. And it's kind of out of date, and it needed to be spruced up. A lot of the information needed to do, be spruced up, and they wanted to make it easier for returning guests to apply to come back. So one of the things they did is if you were attending pro or attending guests last year or the previous years, you had to just put your legal name in and the database would pull up your information, which is awesome. And, you know, just, they also, you know, had security. So, you know, I couldn't put in Nathan Fillion or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) And have all his personal information pull up or something. So, you know, or in Mike's case, Elijah Dushku, but you know, it's, so you just can't get, do that. They send to your email address that they have on file, a key code. So you have to put it in to get the information. And when you do, if you don't, You know, it will, if you don't have the proper, you know, legal name up there, you know, if you try to change it or something like that, you'll get a database error. So for me, obviously, my real name isn't, legal name isn't Mike Faber. It's Michael Faber, you know. And Mm. so, but for some reason, they had my legal name as Mike Faber with my middle initial in there. And, when I went to go, I went in and, you know, off of, cause it says you'll need to check this against your driver's license. So I put Michael, I put Michael blank Faber in there and 
Um, I then filled out the rest of the information, wrote a new bio, all that kind of stuff. I was real excited about it. Hit submit. I got a, you know, a you know, SQL server error on the page. Went back, tried to look at it. Did I not put the, the reference number in properly? Did I not do certain things? Kept on doing it, kept on hitting it, kept on getting the same error. I talked to a friend of mine who had already ran into the same issue. He says, what was the name that they originally put you under? And I said, I said, Mike Faber. And he says, that's what you put it back under. Did it. Boom. Went through. So maybe it was like Blade Runner and you just kept failing the test. Well, maybe I, <laughs> I might be a robot. I don't know. <laughs> I might not to see if you're a replicant. I might not be the real Mike Faber. So you don't have, you never know. Oh, well, you know, there's a lot of like clones, variants running around. Oh I mean, my God. All to, the variants last they year. Have, they they uh. have to protect themselves and make sure like the actual person is actually uh, registering. So it's a hard process. I get it. Oh, very much so. And so it was just an interesting process. And folks, if you're going either as a get, want to go as a guest or as an attending professional, because I know some friends of mine who just want to just go as an attending professional, um, you use the same application and everything. So yes. it's pretty cool. And, you know, and it's an honor to be, have been both an attending professional and a guest at Dragon Con. And, you know, it's, it's a cool experience if you can do it. Absolutely. I mean, this is for um, artists. So if you want to be um, in the uh, comic and pop artist alley, uh, this is the form that you'll use. Um, actors, writers, directors, costume designers, game designers, astronauts, podcasters, you know, whatever. Um, you know, all guest forms will be reviewed. So it, it doesn't hurt to try. Like if you want to participate and be an active member of Dragon Con, um, being a guest, uh, writers, authors, that kind of thing, just, you know, fill it out and, uh, they will review it. All guest forms are reviewed. Um, now, in addition to some of the issues you may have that requires patience, you also have to patience to, for them to reply because <laughs> uh, it can take up to 45 days from submission to receive a response from your initial application. So, you know, if you're making plans to come, that that gets a little awkward. Now, I can tell you from personal experience, and this is not a guarantee, but I can tell you from personal experience, it doesn't usually take 45 days. Um, no. they, they And, 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 Usually, if you're not, if you're notified, you're notified right away. <laughs> if you're not notified, you, you've got a pretty good chance of getting in. Um, those people who are not or uh, de denied applications, those get notified pretty quickly. Um, so, so, um, so, yeah, good, good luck with that. Um, but feel free to apply. And we also don't mean it sarcastically at all. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Good not luck all. with that. <laughs> yeah, no, I was since that was my sincere tone. Um, uh, sure, Mike. Uh, Needs um, work. <laughs> uh, also, um, this is separate. There are separate sort of categories too. Those are for guests and attending pro. If you are a performer, meaning that you have a band or that uh, that you want to be on stage, a house band, or you are a DJ or any other Welcome performance. Welcome to act, Dragon Go! including like you know burlesque theater comedy whatever if you want to perform at dragon con that's a different application now that is already open as well that opened on january 11th now that deadline is march 31st so uh so get on that uh, if, as soon as you can especially if you want to perform there there are some um there's some things you should be aware of. So definitely check out the application, check out all the information before you click on the application, just to make sure that uh, you can live up to, uh, well, not live up to that's in some right. Well, you gotta but follow I mean, the rules, right? Exactly. As, as so, that you, down. so you understand the guidelines, right? And there's time obligations. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. um, now I mentioned artist, artist alley that's covered under the guest application, but if you want to be a vendor at dragon con, um, good luck. No, just kidding. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, the there is a waiting list. <laughs> the, the vendors hall. Well, I would imagine it's going to be interesting this year because last year a lot of vendors couldn't show up and there was a lot of confusion. So who knows what, what happens, but, um, new vendor applications are going to be available starting February 1st. 
and those will be active until March 15th. So you have about um, a couple weeks to wait. Uh, no, yeah, just a couple of weeks. And then you can apply to be a new vendor. As Jen said, it is a, uh, it is a waiting list kind of scenario usually. Um, and you got to make sure you've got some money because uh, vendor booths are not cheap. Uh, so, but you can look at all the information on what, uh, was required from, uh, vendors, uh, at the website as well. Um, also, if you want to be an artist at DragonCon, now this is different than being, I know it sounds so complicated, right? If you <laughs> want to be an artist at DragonCon, being in the artist show, uh, not part of the artist alley, the comic book artist alley, but the actual like art show, which happens, I think that that area is at the Hyatt. That's correct? in the yeah. Hyatt. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, now the art show application will be available on February 1st through March 1st. So just for a month, the art show is a juried event. So you're going to have to apply and, um, You've got some, I guess, work that you have to submit to them, and they will decide whether or not uh, you uh, can be uh, can have a booth there too. Um, there's a lot of other regulations there too. Please, again, once again, check out the website there to find out all the information about that. Um, the other aspect uh, or the other thing that um, you can do at DragonCon usually. Um, is have a fan table if you're a group, but this year, once again, as far as we know, uh, fan tables are currently closed for applications. I don't think they're doing. Fan they fan. haven't opened that yet, so, so we don't know because we, you know, ESO wants to do one this year. We wanted to do one last year. We wanted to do one the year before. So I see, a, I see a trend here. <laughs> so, so yeah, exactly. As long as the ESO wants to do one, they're not the going to do it. <laughs> the applications will be sorry, <laughs> guys. Guys, I don't know about this idea of us having a fan table this year. Hmm. I think we should hold off. I think, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't think that's going to work. I actually don't think that's going to work. Nice try, though. But but, it, but it's funny. Neverwhere always still always has a fan thing, even though the other fan tables don't. <laughs> They are a photo op destination. That's for, true. They uh, are. Especially for the kids. Mm-hmm. But can Absolutely. we talk about how wonderful the vendors hall was last year? Mm-hmm. It was gorgeous. You could actually stop and look at things and you had room and you weren't like feeling like you were doing the very, very slow death march of the lemmings just to walk through it. <laughs> and I didn't feel like being short was such a big deal. Yeah, exactly. Oh. It was beautiful. It was it was uh, gorgeous, and we will hold it in our hearts forever. Well, uh, the uh, you know when I when I got my table in Artist Alley last year, and I was setting up, uh, Jamie, who is the director of the area, came over and we chatted for a bit, and I said, "Wow, I love all this room." And he's like, "Don't get used to it." <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but I, if, if here's so a critique. As a consumer, I was able to actually look at the artist's stuff, look at the tables, and I didn't feel so stressed about being pushed out of the way by other people who wanted to do the same thing. You could actually stop and spend money. You could actually stop and spend money. I feel like if I'm in a crowd, I'm going after a couple of destinations, and then Mm -hmm. I'm gone because it's too much like being in a sardine can when you've got 90,000 people near you. We actually ended up spending more money last year because there was room. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I well, totally did. The uh, and that's the thing that I think uh, you know DragonCon probably sh- should listen to is that all the, all the artists that I talked to and a majority of the vendors that I talked to all did really well in terms of sales. So mm-hmm. hopefully that um, is heard by the folks at DragonCon. But of course, if nothing else, you know, just give like give Chessex and Ultra Sabers like their own out yeah. of the way spot. <laughs> Let them have their own building. <laughs> Let them have their own floor, you know? Or maybe even like Tea Turtle now. That's the, that was one of the few booths last year. Which yeah, or, is like, oh, I do not want to be at this booth. Or Styling Online, the one yeah. with all the, uh, the other oh, T-shirt the stuff yeah. hanging. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. So uh, so those are all the applications that are currently up now as far as how you can participate. I strongly suggest, like I said, if you're interested in any of those things, to look over the information 
Uh, if you have any questions, let DragonCon know. I know the office is, is currently still, uh, it's open. It's, uh, you know, it's keeping regular office hours. Um, and if absolutely necessary, you know, reach out to us. We'll see what we can find out for you as well. Um, there's a lot of other resources online that you can use too. So, um, but feel free to use those and, and apply. Um, you know, uh, the more the merrier as far as I'm concerned. Um, and DragonCon's always looking for new and, and, and different guests every year. They don't want to just have the same guests appear year after year after year. Except for, though, for from the ESO network. They want that. I was going to say, except for, you know, with some exceptions. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> which I'm glad to be one of them. Uh, Ixne you know. on the Oxne. Yeah, it's what, <laughs> uh, it's, it's something that me and Voltaire have in common. Um, <laughs> wow. Wow. You Voltaire and Lou Ferrigno. Congratulations. That's quite a, that's quite a, and Crunch Shadows, baby. Um, so, uh, um, if you are going to volunteer or interested in volunteering, uh, the first volunteer meeting is currently scheduled for March 19th. Uh, it's going to happen at, in, in person at the Marriott Marquis. I imagine they're also going to make it available virtually as well. They've been doing that, uh, for the last couple of years and I don't see any reason that they're going to stop that. So, so there's plenty of time to get your information in and to apply to be a volunteer in time to make that meeting. Um, so, um, that's just a, one of those, but a volunteer, uh, like I said, applications are available pretty much all the time. So uh, they're always looking for volunteers. So that's how you can get involved with the con itself. There's not a lot of other news. Certainly there's no guest announcements or any other really big announcements about the con itself. Um, but I do understand that there is information about a, what, the Hair of the Dragon party? Jen? Uh, yes, indeed. It's actually the uh, 10th Hair of the Dragon. Now, this is, is not official, is it? No, this is one of the... Uh, uh, annual unofficial events that has sprung up around the dragon con community with uh, attendees cosplayers some of the regular cosplay photographers that attend con every year and it's uh, put on by MarkstraCon. for you longtime con attendees uh, MarkstraCon is who used to do the contourage events uh throughout the con which which i used to attend always a blast but uh they do this um like, like every late winter, early spring, usually. And uh, they already have a Facebook event page for it. It's going to be happening on Saturday, February 26th. Let's see. Let me convert the time zone. I think that means (laughs) 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. It's at Studio Space Atlanta. And uh, advanced tickets are currently on sale. Uh, Basically, what it is is uh, cosplayers from the area or if you want to go into town are invited to come out and work with some of the best photographers in the Atlanta cosplay community, as well as mingle, network and party it up with some uh, fellow congoers. And they they usually have at least five different um, photographers show up. So far, they have confirmed uh, George Hunter with Renolf Media. Lee Willis with Dr. Law's Photo Lab and Kevin Mayfield with uh, Kevin Slayfield Photography. And more will be announced soon. Uh, and oh, even okay. the uh, our official uh, uh, cosplay photographer of DragonCon, Brian Humphrey, he has taken part of it in the past. Not sure if he's uh, going to be able to this year. But uh, you can look up Hair of the Dragon X on Facebook. And you can also find out... Um, some more information by looking at cosplayphotocon.com. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll I'm have assuming drinks, those. music, and dancing is implied in that. So. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's dragon. It's anything related to dragon. I know, right. So those are the three like <laughs> mainstays of those things, right? It mm-hmm. wouldn't be DragonCon without at least one or two of the three. Even if there's no, well, it's the, as with other cons, even if there's no alcohol for sale, alcohol mm. will appear. <laughs> Magically. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, because, thanks for the information. Because I am that. an adult and I yes. can have a beverage. <laughs> <laughs> 
We appreciate the info on that. Um, and I think that's going to wrap up our, our uh, the news and notes of our, our first episode of uh, the year. Um, a lot more information than I guess I thought uh, originally going into this. Um, but and that's that's how massive DragonCon is. And, uh, you know, there's already things that are happening regarding the con this year. Um, and we're going to try to cover all we can. Um, with that information, but we want to definitely hear from you guys. Um, and, uh, if you, like I said, if there's any information that you want, uh, to know, uh, let us know if there's any questions you have about the show, any comments, any suggestions, please feel free to reach out to us. Uh, we want your feedback. Um, and because no one demanded it, we are thinking of actually making our podcast a video podcast. Really? So we, we, really? we will be, um, yeah, we actually are going to toy around with that this year. So, uh, we'll see if we're ready to do it next month, but, uh, we're current, trying to get all the tools in place so that you can actually see our enthusiastic shiny faces. I know he did uh, call us a tool. You did know? he just call us tools? <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, and before anybody draws the comparison, it will not be a town hall. No, no, it will not be a town hall. And, you know, we may be tools, but we're unofficial tools. Yes. So Tony will not be within 15 miles of this uh, video podcast. Well, we're still trying to get Tony to come on. Well, that's true. But, you know, Tony is always welcome. I tease Tony because he's got a personality larger than life and he can take it. He's a And a a, a luscious head of hair. Totally. What's up with those locks? I love them. I love his Why mustache not? too. I love the curly mustache he has too. We could just do a whole podcast about Tony's hair and how you can follow it through comments. You know what? He gets a ton of questions about his hair care <laughs> regimen. If I, we get him as a guest, this this should be one of the things we haven't talked about. Down because people, people ask, <laughs> and he I mean, he has made. I've seen him answer once where he he did put down the whole step routine. So wow. I, I, think I don't that... have that much time in one day. <laughs> oh, my good lord! I don't have much hair. <laughs> <laughs> ah, um, the jealousy now comes out. Got oh, it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there it is. And, there it is. And, and, Tony, if you're listening, we we love you too, man. So um, <laughs> um, we try to cover, like I said, all we can with these episodes. But to keep up with the latest news, please check out the official DragonCon website, all their social media outlets, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Discord. All the fan tracks are active on Facebook and various social media as well. Please also join the DragonCon parties and meetups and more <laughs> on Facebook. Um even though there's not a lot going on there right now. Well, there's still people posting some stuff and there's been some other events. You know, we, we let them post events in their local geek communities throughout the year. It's, it's Mm -hmm. when it gets close to con time. That's when the event calendars go up of both official and unofficial events that happen within the convention footprint. Yes. And And when will the schedule be released? (laughs) <laughs> when will we two know. weeks when, before con when can and, we download the app <laughs> yeah do not ask um, about that damn app yet Come on. hey mike when's the app up uh, there Drink. we go we got that got that out of the they got that out of our system already so august 3rd you're probably not even the first person to ask that um <laughs> no. this year uh, but uh yeah it's a great group and look um on the dragon con report we are members of the eso network so you can always reach us there but as a as a second resource, you can also research research uh, reach us at the DragonCon parties, meetups, and more group because we don't have an official group page um, on Facebook. And but, but we yeah, a, we're we're all in the parties. Absolutely, <laughs> we, we, do, are, exactly. we, do, we also have an Instagram too. Yep, yep, yep. we do. Yep. So don't forget that too. So, um, as I said, we are a proud member of the ESO network. Uh, we have a T Public store. Filled with all kinds of cool stuff, including a very cool design uh, for the Dragon Con Report podcast. There's a link for that in this episode's show notes and at the top of the ESO Network page. And, of course, we also have a Patreon page. So thank you once again, patrons, for all our, all your support. We love you. Uh, absolutely. You can also help support our show by leaving a review on whatever platform wow. you're listening to us. Um, in addition, you can always access past episodes at dragonconreport.com. And look, I know it's it's the first one we've done this year, so it's our first episode. We're, we're goofy. Kind of goofy. So, yes, but the, um, do- the dog had to wait right till the end to just wake up and <laughs> well luckily uh it's almost done um i just have to say that if you want to leave us feedback once again 
comment on the show, please reach us at feedback at dragoncounterport.com. And thanks for listening. I'm your host, Mike Gordon. And as always, my pleasure. Please take care, stay safe, get vaccinated, and we look forward to seeing you all at the con. Did you really keep? We think we keep the show under an hour? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't expect you guys when I said that, you know, we feel free to criticize the con. I didn't expect you guys to spend 25 minutes, like, criticizing the con. <laughs> you you got you to prove these things, Mike. You, can't. you have to prove a point. No, no, yeah. I, I get it. I get it. I didn't, I didn't try to cut you off. Nope, okay, nope, I, nope. I did three times. But... You did, and we kept going over you. Exactly. You know how you don't have any friends? It's fine. The Flopcast will be your friend. Your weird podcast friend. Join us on The Flopcast every week for a silly conversation about cartoons, music, comic books, chickens, and obscure 80s pop culture trivia that no one, literally no one, could possibly care about. Find us at Flopcast.net and on the ESO network. It'll be our little secret. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping at the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.